This is an SBS radio podcast. Settlement Guide. Information, issues and stories about living in Australia. We all like to indulge in different kinds of food. Sometimes, however, a pleasure becomes a problem. Binge eating and other eating disorders affect people across cultures, but there is a way out of this cycle. Comfort food is recognised by many of us as a food which triggers happy memories of one's childhood, homeland, family and friends. We also reach for comfort food when we're tired, stressed or even just bored. Professor Claire Collins, accredited practising dietitian and spokesperson for the Dietitians Association of Australia, says that even as infants we learn to comfort ourselves with food. Part of the reason why people tend to eat more when they're stressed or they're upset goes back to a deep biological thing from when you're a baby. When a baby's crying, they're fed. And so for some of us, as we get older, we still rely on that. If we're upset, then if we eat, we feel better. Really, it just goes back to nature from when when we were infants. It's one thing to have your favourite dish to comfort you, but it's an entirely different matter to regularly binge especially these days when we're confined to our homes and more likely to indulge in food and then possibly regret it. Amy Fox is a personal trainer, training lecturer, bodybuilding coach and Australia's first IFBB physique pro athlete. She says it's important to find out the reason why we have overeaten. First thing is is to identify why you've eaten off the plan. So you might be a little bit more stressed than usual or you might be lacking in sleep or perhaps you've just forgotten to prepare your meals. So you might have just grabbed something that was quick and easy. So in that sense, it takes the pressure off and it makes you feel less guilty because you know the reason. Therefore, you have control over stopping it happening again in the future. Knowing why we've overeaten takes the pressure off and we feel less guilt, Miss Fox says. Nutritionist and sports scientist and personal trainer Alice Round says that usually binge eating happens for two reasons, underlying psychological issues or a strict restriction. So when people are overly restricting their calories, maybe they're really, really hungry and their body is just crying out for food and they're often over-exercising, under-sleeping, stressed out and then they are starving. Ms Round explains that this is when instead of having one biscuit, we smash the whole packet. But what now? Biscuits are eaten, we're feeling guilty with crumbs lying all around, we may decide to have another packet, or two, or, as another extreme, we go for a long run to burn it off. Fitness professional Amy Fox says that rather than feeling guilty and trying to sweat it out in a vigorous exercise, it's better to choose a moderate approach. She recommends gentle stretches or a walk around the block to help with digestion can do to make yourself feel less guilty as well is to start some movement at home. So things that are very easy is simple walk around the block. So it's And just simple walking is not going to put too much stress on the body either. So sometimes when you go and exercise really hard after binge eating, it can make you even more hungry because it's challenging the muscles. So if you go for a simple walk, you might find that you're less inclined to go and eat something again because you're less hungry. Experts agree that the language around food is very important. Alice Round explained that it can create a feeling of guilt. Not associating the words good or bad foods. That's also a language that I like my clients to remove. I more like them to speak about food as nutrient-dense or nutrient-poor rather than good or bad because then it associates that every time you eat a bad food, 
that might spiral someone or trigger a binge. And when a person gets on a spiral, it can lead to a dangerous cycle of eating disorder. Eleni Psilakis, Director of Brazen Growth, is an educator and peer support worker for mental health and eating disorders. She says the first step is to see that there is an issue. Firstly, the person has to recognise that there's a problem and definitely needs support from uh, an accredited practising dietitian and a psychologist that specialises in eating disorders. According to the specialists, it's important to acknowledge that you haven't just eaten a lot, but to admit that there is a problem. Ms. Psalaka says that binge eating is a mental health issue. Binge eating disorder is a diagnosable eating disorder. It's a mental health issue, so it's not just a simple matter of someone thinks that they are eating too much. There's a whole lot of other factors. In the case of eating disorders, a genetic vulnerability plays an important role. Therefore, there are no ethnic or cultural boundaries for those illnesses, says Christine Morgan, CEO of Butterfly Foundation for Eating Disorders. As we apply that across different ethnic groups, I think you would find that if you can get behind the cultural barriers, then you'll find there is a commonality of people experiencing eating disorders. Certainly we know that there's a genetic vulnerability and that genetic vulnerability crosses across all genders, socioeconomic groups and ethnic and cultural groups. Eleni Psalakis says that in order to get out of the cycle of binge eating, apart from getting professional help, it's also important to fuel your body with nutritious food and stop the restrictive dieting. So in order to stop those, say, the binge purge cycle, it's helpful if people, number one, get support, but also not to have periods of restriction, to eat regularly so then they don't feel that they are starving and go on a, a binge. So eating regularly, small meals, whole foods, not cutting out food groups, that will go a long way into helping someone, but also to, as I said before, recognise thought patterns and emotions that happen during those cycles. Alice Round, now a nutritionist and coach, has had first-hand experience with eating disorders in her teens. For her, the way out was education. The more she knew about food, the more she was able to get out of the spiral. When I was about 16 to 18, I had battle bulimia on and off, so binge eating and purging. Mine was probably a combination of the two. There was psychological issues there around body image and then also the restriction. So I was trying to go on every single diet under the sun. And when I started realising that it's not about the exact type of food you're eating to help you lose weight, it's more about the moderation, the consistency, eating food to actually fuel your metabolism. When I started understanding the science, and that's why I became educated as a nutritionist, then that was kind of my journey through it. The feature on binge eating was prepared by Magda Deinica and Sharka Petrova. And for SBS, I'm Margarita Vasileva. This was an SBS radio podcast. For more Settlement Guide stories, visit sbs.com.au slash radio.